motherfucking bitch. I might pull up, give those thighs a little motherfucking kiss. And many things like shit. Tell you on a list. Yeah, your sister is my groupie. She take this anime dick. Okay, okay, like little bitch, I don't care if that fat ass is too deep. Score a bounty on that pussy. You can call me Spike Lee. Putting out fire, getting ice, bitch. I'm Todoroki. And if you got some shit to say, then you can say it to me. Welcome to the filler episode. Hello. So, uh, today we have Shota Shooter, or I guess Shota Shooter now. Uh, so I prepared questions, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, dude, I prepared questions. I'm ready. Ready, ready. Yeah. Some hard questions. All right, um, first of all, I'm going to ask you about editing, because you were originally a reposting account. So, like, what made you step into editing, really? All right, so, basically... I started Instagram yeah, as a repost account. Um, if you don't know me already, I'm, I was Shoda underscore Shooter. And I started as a reposting account. And then, you know, um, I saw the edits that I would repost. And I'd be like, damn, this is really cool. Like, I, I want to do this kind of stuff, you know? I want to actually be the one posting my own edits. So I downloaded this app called Video Star, And I started practicing. But before I did that, um, I would make edits on this other app called Funimate, which is basically just, it's all its all just presets, really. You just put in your clips and you just make an edit with the presets they have there. So it wasn't that, like, amazing, but that was my first steps into editing on Instagram. I would make, you know, lewd edits. Everyone knows me for my lewd edits. That's how I blew up. And from there, I decided to, you know, move on to Video Star, where I started doing more um, you know, complex edits, um, still they're lewd, right? So, you know, I just started practicing from there. Um, my inspirations, of course, are like um, Lolly Warrior, Mister, people like that. And so I started talking to other editors, um, asking for help and tips and collabing, of course, to get my name out there. And that's when um, I started getting a lot better at the edits I would make, right? So at this point, my page was practically all original content. Um, I wouldn't repost anymore, and I would basically just post my own edits. And that's when I really started getting big. But then the time came where I really had to start focusing on school. So I decided to quit. Um, I quit for like around a month, because that's when I had to really start grinding for classes and exams. And so yeah, during that month, I didn't edit at all. And then I came back with a new account. the new account being Shoda.VFX, where I started um, making non-lewd edits, specifically only anime, right? No lewd, no hentai, nothing whatsoever, just anime. And I started off small, you know, um, like about 200 followers the first day because I told some of my friend editing, still on Video Star. Um, funny enough, um, as I got better, um, Lolly Warrior actually followed, started following me back, and I was really excited because, you know, one of my inspirations followed me, and he, he actually came out and DM'd me saying, wow, like, I really like your edits, and you actually inspired me to, you know, start editing anime and stuff like that, you know? Um, so I was, like, really excited and happy for that, which, you know, motivated me as an editor to, you know, keep on making edits, keep on inspiring others to, you know, edit. Even if they weren't amazing or anything, it still felt nice, you know? making my own edits and inspiring others so you yeah. know yeah basically no. and shit and yeah 
I remember like when you left a lot of people was it a misconception that you're stepping down because like the pressure because a lot of people were like oh he's under a lot of pressure from his followers to do loot edits and like that's why he no longer does them was that originally part of it or was it just all school um that was also kind of part of it I would be releasing like an edit every day so it's kind of tiring I, I didn't really want to edit loot anymore because I felt like I don't know I don't know I felt like um People would only like it and view my account as a loot editing account and nothing else. Of course, they were they were there for me as a person, but I felt like I didn't I didn't want to be known as the loot editor guy. You wanted to step away and like kind of yeah. branch out and be your own and not just fall in the footsteps of them. Yeah. So and I remember when your so for your repost accounts, I remember them. You would post like a hundred things a day on those, and then they'd get taken down in like a week. Was a big thing, and then I remember when you started posting ludets and like blew up again. I was like, "This is dope." I've known him since day one, um, and then I remember you going away and a ton of people reaching out to me. And there's like, they were like, "Where did he go? What happened? Is he okay? Like, what happened to him?" And it was just a huge thing for a lot of people, which yeah. was insane to me. Yeah, but for that, and then. For so you just finished up college, right, or school? Um, I just finished like two days ago. My semester is over, so I'll so, be. Are you gonna be back editing anytime, or how's that gonna work? Well, if you notice on my page, I haven't really posted an actual edit in like two weeks or anything because yeah. I was focusing on school again. But yeah, since I'm back on break, summer break, and all that, I have like what four months. So yeah, I'll have a lot of time. So start. you'll just be posting a ton of edits, right? Maybe not a ton, but a lot more than usual, yeah. Because you were posting, like, one a week or every two weeks, right? Yeah. No, I remember I tried editing. I, I, I just, it went all over my head. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't figure that stuff out. Yeah. No, I mean, if you ever need help, I'm here to help. Dude, I, I just can't. I, I tried and it, just, it did not work whatsoever. Yeah. It's hard to get that. Am, am I echoing at all or am I good? You're good. All right. I'm just double checking. Yeah. So you watch a lot of anime, right? That's kind of where you started off. Yeah. What's your uh, favorite anime? My favorite anime. Okay. So this is, this is actually really hard for me because I have like three anime in the very top that I just can't like pinpoint which one is the best so i'll just say those three and i think well actually i don't know from those three i kind of lean more towards code geass um but you know there's um, neon genesis evangelion and my other one would be full metal alchemist brotherhood dang no i thought um uh bunny girl senpai or is it is that the right name of it? Rascal does not dream of bunny girl senpai. Yeah, I thought that was your favorite for the longest time because that's who you had as your profile picture. I mean, it's my favorite um, girl, favorite waifu, you know? It's your favorite waifu. Yeah. I, she's pretty good, but I have to stick to Violet Evergarden. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Dude, the art style for that is just... I can't get over it. I've actually never seen it. You haven't seen it? I haven't seen it, no. Oh my god. <laughs> And people have been telling me to watch it because they want to see, like, edits of Violet and stuff because it fits my style. So, yeah. I'll probably watch it. 
Dude, it's such a heartwarming anime. Mm-hmm. I like. I'm not a big crier. I remember just bawling during some of the scenes during it. It's just, it was so sad. And I just, it, the character growth is amazing in it, which I love. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And yeah. then I actually I have some other questions. So you said you mentioned like long war. So you are you friends with a bunch of the big editors now? Um. Yes. Well. Yeah. I think. I think so. Um, I reached out to, we, well, Lollywood reached out to me because, um, we're both in an editing group, um, called Yure, which is my editing group now. I'm one of the leaders of it. Um, and I basically run the page, um, and the discord. So basically we met there, right? We were both a member of that group. Um, he liked my edits and of course I liked his a lot too. Cause you know, he was my inspiration from the lewd edit times. And he said, wow, like, your edits are really cool. And then um, time went on. He started making his own edits, like um, AMVs. And he would tag me in them, like, saying dedicated to or, like, inspired by and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, wow, that's really cool. I mean, I haven't really talked to him. He's not very active much on Instagram um, as of right now. Um, but, yeah, he's a pretty cool dude. And I remember uh, E-Girl uh-huh. was – so, like, when you met E-Girl – when they were on the original account before they were e-girl, right? Yeah. So they ended up in like the editing group chats too, or did they stop like editing? So I remember they were friends with like, I thought they were friends with Wally Warrior and like Mr. Squid. Yeah, Squid. Um, no, they kind of just like died. They never came by. Yeah, like after um, you know, e-girl came. After she gave her account, she, I don't know, I completely forgot. Um, she gave her yeah, yeah. to, um, you know, the ego we have now. Um, yeah. They never really came back. They just left. Yeah. I mean, of course, they did know. They did know, um, like, you know, they did know Uber, Uber Weeb Lord, all those people, Antidote. Yeah. Yeah, so you're friends with Auntie, right? You're good friends with Auntie? Yeah. No, I've, I've never talked to them. Like, I'm so nervous to talk to them. We we literally talk like every day. He's cool. He's a cool dude. Yeah. So for the cover art of the podcast, I'm actually using one of his pictures. I'm I'm so worried that he's gonna like see it and then be like, no, you can't. Good. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna tell him like I'm on this podcast and you know your your pictures are on here. (laughs) Dude, I'm like a lot of I'm not as nervous to meet you because I've known you for a while, but like I'm super. I like. I met Uber Weeblord when I first opened my account, and I, like, talked to them, and I was just so nervous about it, because they're such this big figure, and I watched all their edits and everything, and it's, I just, I'm nerve-wracking to see them, and, like, that's all good. Actually, me and Uber were also gonna have a collab, um, but then I got to, we we would talk, I mean, we wouldn't talk a lot, but we would talk um, when I had my old account. Um, when I got my new account, he actually, he was actually one of my first followers, which I thought was really cool. Like, you know, he like stayed, he he stayed following me. Um, so I thought that was really cool. Yeah. And he like kept supporting you, which is super dope. And, but so like, you know, like when you started, you like met all the big guys, right? So like, would you mind sharing like about them? Are they like super stuck up or are they just like super chill? Actually, they're, been curious. they're not even stuck up at all. They're, they're all pretty chill. They're all like, you know, they all have their own personalities. They're all, they're all fun to be around. They're funny. Some are like quiet, some are not. Um, 
but yeah, they're all they're all chill. They don't really um like talk much about like their own account or anything. They don't really brag or anything. They really just talk about like other stuff. Yeah, which like I heard mixed things about Lolly Warrior because I know Ego reached out to them and they had like a terrible interaction with them. Oh yeah. Which is super weird to hear. Yeah. But like yeah. So there's those guys and then gmz so you know gmz and he's he's kind of dedicated all of his edits to you which what's your uh opinion of that i mean i, I love to see it you know <laughs> as, as like, funny as it is like it, lo- it looks hilarious but his edits are really nice and you know i just love seeing my my ad on every single one of his edits in the back it's just you know it's just nice yeah it seems like you're his role model which is <laughs> super cool which like it just amazes me, like, to think about, like, how big of an effect you actually have on people. Yeah. Which is insane. Because, like, I just think of you as, like, plain old you. Is like, I don't think of you as this big person, which I guess I should at this point, because you are now. But, like, I, I see people's edits, and I reach, and I, like, I look at it, I'm like, in the grand scheme of things, like, 4,000 followers isn't a big deal, but then when you actually have interactions with those people, it's like, oh my God. It's insane to me. Yeah, there was actually this one um, collab, or um, it's called an MEP, which is a multi-editor project, which is basically like a ton of people. It's just like a mega collab, right? Um, So basically there was like seven other editors and they reached out to me. They're like, as a joke, they said, hey, you you should join the collab, right? Um, They're all in it, right? And as a joke, they came up and said, you should join. It'd be really nice. And I actually said, okay, sure. Uh, like, I'll join it. And they're like, they're, they're literally like ecstatic. They're super happy because they, they, they added me to the chat and they're like, dude, you're like our freaking idol. We love your edits. You inspired us to edit. Basically like all the meme accounts, um, like the, the smaller, um, loot editors, like, well, before they were smaller. Back when I was Shota Shooter, they they were they were a lot smaller. But now you know they're bigger. Like Nef Ali, um, unboxing, all those yeah. you know those, right? Yeah, I haven't had much interaction with them, and I haven't talked to them a ton. But I I'm kind of curious to talk to them. They're also they're pretty chill. They're pretty chill people. Yeah. yeah. So like for the when you go and do like one of the mass edits how does that work do you guys just like this is the song we're doing it and then this is my part or like how do you go about doing those um so basically there's like a, a host right someone hosts it of course someone has to start it um they invite all the people they want to invite or like you know yeah back, um, practically it's first come first serve whoever wants to join joins first either that or they just have a, um, an invitation type thing where they just invite different editors to join and basically, they get us. They all decide on a song, um, and they cut that song up into parts, um, each equal in length, so everyone gets an equal amount of time to edit. And they set a deadline. Everyone has a. Everyone has like I don't know, say ten days, fifteen days, three days, five days. I don't know a deadline. Um, everyone has to have an edit in by that deadline with their part of the song, and mm-hmm. everyone submits their part. Um, the host, the person that sets up the entire um, collab, puts all those parts together, and there you just have one big edit with different people. 
So have you ever like been in one of those and like missed the deadline or like have you been in one where someone misses the deadline? What do you guys do about that? Um, I've actually been in a lot of um of those kind of big collabs, mega collabs, not only for like the loot scene, but also for like the like you know the bigger editing community, like different groups. Usually, different yeah. groups have their own group collabs and stuff like that. Um, so like Yure has um is gonna have a group collab soon, and you have other groups that I'm in that are currently having a collab. One of which I still need to make my part, and I have like what? Let's see, I have four days left to make that, and I haven't even started. So I need to make that. And basically, if someone doesn't have their edit in on a deadline, they either extend it or they just kick them and replace the person. So yeah. It sounds like. So how many? So you're in charge of the group Yuri, right? Yeah. So how many people are actually in that group? Currently, we have 32 members. I'm pretty sure we have 32 members. Um, Antidote is actually in the group, not as an editor, but you know, as an admin to the Discord. He's still part of the group. So yeah, we have like 30 members, 33. So how do how do people go about joining those groups? Because I'm curious about this. All right. So basically, there's things. Um, there's like every I don't know every mile. Really, groups really do this by milestones. So say my group hit one one k followers like two weeks ago. So we decided. Yeah. Um, oh, let's hold a recruitment. Right. A recruitment is basically like oh, you post saying oh, we're gonna have a recruitment. Submit your edits under this hashtag. Um, so people would submit their edits under that hashtag. Of course, there's rules, right? You can only submit like three edits max and it, it can't be looped or anything or stuff like that, right? Um, so there's rules, people submit their edits under the hashtag. There's a due date, ours was two weeks. Um, so basically people had two weeks to submit their edits, make new edits, put in old edits. It didn't really matter as long as they have an edit in that hashtag. And then when the time limit comes up, um, me and the other leads being, um, Otto and Aki, um, you can see I'm in the, in the group's, um, bio. Basically we, yeah, I'll look at that quick. yeah, we judge, um, we judge everyone's entries. We look at everyone equally. We don't have bias towards anyone, which um, a lot of groups do nowadays, but I won't name any. Um, but yeah, we just look at everyone equally and we decide to um, this this um, recent rec, we actually got um, eight members. This was three days. We literally just finished one three days ago. So we picked up eight new members three days ago. And yeah. So you're, how many groups are you part of? Um, currently, I am part of, well, actively. Zian, I know SZN creators and Yuri. Are you part of any others? Um, I'm, I lead Yuri and Season or SZN. How do you, how do you say it? Is it Season? Yeah, it's Season. Season creators. Season creators, all right. I lead Yuri and Season. I'm also part of Heroes. Um, user, Avist, um, CA or Creative Artistry, Two Era, um, Command, Remnant, Evil Spirits, um, a few others. Um, I don't have them in my bio because my bio can only have so many groups that I'm in. But I'm also in a few other groups and the one in my name, Ego. Um, basically, I read Ego 24-7 with my um, username, Ego.Shoda. So that's another group. So, well, for that, like, 
I, on your thing, you have uh, CA apps. What is that exactly? Is it an editing group or what exactly is that? What is what? And your on your story on Snap or on Insta, you have CA apps. Oh yeah, apps. Okay. Yeah. So what is that? Is that another editing group or what exactly is that? CA is an editing group. That editing group is Creative Artistry. Um, uh, basically, apps are applications right so basically if uh if a group isn't picking people up by recruitment which they have on instagram usually they'll have applications on their discord so people would like um fill out a google form right they'd link their edit on that google form put their discord name and their instagram username on that form they'll submit the form um the form gets set to our discord server through a through a bot that we have set up an application bot so there's a specific channel in our Discord, um, which receives all these forms from people submitting applications, and we just judge them each, um, each every time a new application is sent and received into that um, channel. We judge them. We say either oh accept them into the group, um, oh no decline, work on some stuff, or we say trial. Trial is basically like. Um, we like what we see. Um, we wish to see more improvement. Um, we're going to put you on trial, which is basically you're in the group, but you're not really in it. Um, you have like um, this much time or this many edits to like improve. And if we like what we see, then we'll make you full member. So it's kind of like an internship almost. Practically, yeah. So yeah, those are like apps are kind of like, they're more professional in a way because it's like through Discord and you actually have to fill out like a Google form and all that. And currently, since I posted that on my story, it's just like promoting one of the groups I'm in, which is Creative Artistry. Um, Yuri is actually also having apps and Avis too. So yeah. So how many people do you usually get that like audition for and like send you an edit? Is it like a lot of people or? Yeah, actually um, every day we have like around, um, I'd say at least 10, 10 applications every day. That's insane. Uh, yeah, that's just for Yure alone. For Avis, it's like another ten to twenty. For CA, it's also for Creative Artistry, it's like another ten to twenty. So yeah, it's a lot of people to go through and judge. So do you have like a board that goes and judges them, or is it like, how does that like? Do you each like each member have to go and go through like certain amount of submissions and look at them, or? No, nah, so basically every member, well at least for Avis and Yure, my groups, um. Um, every member has an opportunity to give their opinions on the edit that um, that were submitted. Um, but the, the ones that really have a say in whether someone gets in or not are the leads or people who are on a specific board of judges. Um, for in my case, I'm on a board of judges for all the groups I'm in. So I have a say in who gets in or not for all the groups I'm in. Uh, yeah. So you must go through like what? 50 submissions a week probably something along that uh, yeah probably more i don't know how you do it <laughs> so to enter the editing scene is it hard to like get in the scene and then like below i know blowing up and like it takes some luck but it's a lot of skill is it like is it easy to get into that scene or does it really take a long time to be able to get it wasn't into that, that for, for me at least in my case um it wasn't it's not really followers or like you know exposure that gets you into the community it's really your skill 
right? There's a lot of like super amazing editors with like less than 500 followers that are like in super good groups, right? So it doesn't really matter um, your followers. It really just matters your skill. In my case, um, I did end up getting a lot of followers really fast compared to a lot of other um, editors. Um, I've known editors that are that have been editing for like three years and they've only gotten like 2,000 followers. And I've been in this community for like six months, five months, and I've already gotten like 3,000 followers. But that's just, you know, because of where I came from, from show to shooter and all that. Yeah, so you had followers from there. But a lot of people like your style. Mm-hmm. Is It's very different than a lot of the people that were out there. But now there's there's a lot of people that have kind of taken your style and gone off of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so basically, yeah, that's what a lot of people in the community do. Um, they see something they like. Um, they get ex- they get inspired by it, so they're like, "Hey, I want to edit like this." So yeah, they just get inspiration from my edits or other people's edits and stuff like that. Do you have to deal with a lot of people that just like completely take your style? Or personally, I don't really care because um, people can it, usually we call those people clones, right? Because that's what they are—they're clones of us. But I'm fine with them taking my style because you know. They're never they they they're good at what they do and all that, but they're never really gonna reach to my style because my style just I don't know I just like to say that I have a um, unique way of doing things compared to other people and I have a lot of different like secret things that a lot of people don't know how I do them, so they all really never reach my style. So for that, is there any editors that have like a big problem with that? Because I know there's a few apps where you can just like go and take the effect and do like QR codes. Mm-hmm. which i didn't know about until recently do you guys call out a lot of those people uh, do that? i i don't i don't really call them out verbally but i think in my head like oh he's using presets oh he's using QR codes. every time i see an edit i know if those people are using presets or not um through my experience um i know if those people are using them or not but i never really say it like oh you're using presets stop doing that um, that's why I actually released um, a free preset pack on my on my account. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So like, because the reason I did that, okay. So basically, um, nowadays a lot of people sell their presets for money, right? So they can make money fast. Um, but I, I decided, to, like, you know, like why sell these things? They're, they're literally just images of like QR codes, right? Like, why do I sell them? Um, so yeah. I decided to give them out for free in that pack. And yeah, I mean, they're like, they're just transitions. You can't really go much. Um, you can't really go far with transitions. They're just transitions. You actually have to know how to edit and know how to implement them to, you know, be good. So is that like, so you said some people sell, do they make a decent amount of money off of that? Or like, mm, yeah, actually, um, I know some people with like less than a thousand dollars to sell their packs and they've made like a hundred dollars in a week. Um, I, I know, I know as a fact that one of the, some of the bigger editors, people with like 10k, 20k, 30k, make a shit ton of money just off of selling them. Um, I, I can, I could have probably made like $300 this week with selling my pack, but I decided not to. Cause, you know. Jeez. No, I didn't know about the selling thing. I saw, I was really curious because I saw the free thing. And I was like, why Why does he need to say it's free? I didn't realize people sold their QR codes. There's this thing called PayHip, right? Um, a lot of bigger editors, smaller editors, a lot of editors in general um, sell um, 
presets, overlays, a, a lot of shit, right? They sell a lot of things on their pay hip for different prices, and then, you know, they get paid from that. But uh, me being, you know, Shota, I don't really, I don't, I don't really see the point in selling my presets and, like, overlays and stuff. Because, I mean, they can only take you so far. They're not going to make you a better editor. Yeah. And you're just doing this for fun, right? You're not like, oh, I'm. This is to make a ton of money. No, nah, like I haven't made a single dollar. Nah. So, just a random thing. Do you know who's made the most money off of it? Like how much they've made off of doing it? Um. Like, don't say their name, obviously, but like. Probably, yeah. I'm pretty sure a lot of people do, yeah. Like, if you had to give like a random estimate of like how much money they can make off of it. How would you, what ballpark would you put it in, do you think? Depending on how big they are and how good, because, like, I know some editor with, like, 80,000, 90,000 um, followers who sells, um, he makes a lot of money, but he's not amazing. And I know that there's another editor with, like, 20,000, 30,000, um, less followers, of course, but he probably makes more from how amazing he is as an editor. That's insane. Yeah. No, I just I just recently learned about the QR codes and thing. It was talking about in the group chat. I had no idea because I don't I don't do a lot of editing stuff, yeah. obviously. But like, I I learned about it. I was like, oh my god, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. I just, that's astounding to me that people can actually go and off of a hobby make money on Instagram just selling effects from their edits. Yeah. So. After you've done so much editing, do you think after, like, Instagram and, like, later in life, you might do something editing-related as, like, a full-time job, or...? Maybe not full-time, but I really do want to keep this hobby. And, like, the thing is, I'm editing on a phone. Um, I'm a phone editor, right? So, like, there's only so much I can do with my phone in the future. So, I probably plan to move on to editing on my computer, or once I buy a computer with my money I make um, later on in life, I'll probably end up, you know, taking on editing maybe as a hobby, doing commissions for people, stuff like that. Some of the coolest editors I've seen, like the stuff has actually been on like Video Star and stuff like that. So, yeah. for that, for like Video Star, I know, do you have to, is there like a subscription to it? You pay money to do it? Yeah. So basically, it's either you pay like a subscription, a monthly subscription, or there's like a six month or like a year subscription, or you just buy individual packs. So, yeah. So, did you end up buying the like individual packs, or how did you go about doing it? I just, I just pay for a subscription every month. So how much is a subscription to Video Star? I think it's $5 a month, or if you get the yearly subscription. The only reason I didn't do a yearly subscription, which I probably should have, because I didn't think I was going to be editing for a year. But looking at how my account's doing and looking how like how much I've improved, I'm probably going to end up buying the yearly one, which is like a good offer for like $15 or something. That's insane. Yeah. No, so I've... I've been curious about that. So a lot of the good editors, you know, do they go off their phone or do they do it on computer? Um, in the community, most of the editors are PC. Computer. A lot of them are PC. Yeah. What? What do they use on PC to do their edits? Adobe After Effects or AE. Well, for the most part, AE. Um, some other people use um, Sony Vegas Pro SVP, but for the most part, um, AE is you know the way to go. <laughs> So, 
you you look up to some editors you said so is that the main reason you did phone editing is because you looked up to some of the phone editors or is it just you didn't have a pc to edit on i just didn't have a good pc to edit on my pc right like right now i'm on my laptop it can't run um adobe after effects so i really just i'm limited to my phone so yeah but you've really worked around that and gotten the best out of that my, my whole thing on the, in this community is to, like, become the best, if not one of the best mobile editors to really, like, you know, get people to to see, like, oh, you're not so much restricted on mobile editing, you know, like, you can do so much more in mobile, um, you know, they're not restricted, you know. So it's kind of like showing you can, anyone can do this. You don't have to have a nice PC to go about and edit. You can just go about and do it as a fun hobby. Yeah, exactly. That's like my whole thing in this community. Just, so you really just want to expand it and make it bigger. Yeah, I really just want to like show people what you can do with mobile and like expand the mobile editing community, become like, you know, one of the best mobile editors and, you know, just show, show everyone like, um, hey, like, I can do this and I'm on mobile. Like you, you should be able to do it too. And like, you don't need to be limited, um, not only by money, but by resources. Like, oh, you don't have money to buy a PC. Well, it's fine. You can just add it on your phone and you'll be fine. So when you go about, and I'm sorry, I've been talking a lot about editing, uh, which wasn't initially the plan, but <laughs> for editing, like how do you go about and start an edit? Do you like pick the song or do you pick what like anime you're gonna do the edit based off of usually i i pick an audio first a song and then from that song i kind of get a feel of what anime i want to edit and since you know i have like um 200 or more than 200 probably almost 300 anime completed on my anime list um i have like a big library of things to work with um so i just like see what's in the what's the right mood for the audio i'm picking and yeah i just go out from there do you just have like a playlist of songs you've just all chucked together or like that editors have put together and you just listen through that and decide on songs from that or like practically yeah and so it's pretty much like i'm curious about the images too where do you get like the images for the edits is there like a website you use or do you just go off google and like save images i don't really like use images much the only images i use are like if it's not like a png of a character i just use like um it's gonna sound really weird, but I used black scratched concrete as one of my images, and I also used um, crumbled black paper. Those are practically like one of the two only images I use besides like newspaper and stuff. But yeah, I usually go off of Google. I've never heard that. That's so weird. It's weird. But I mean, it works. <laughs> so for like the video clip how do you go and save those um basically there's this um there's this doc there's this google doc on google you just search up anime raws right and then the first link should be the document with like over 70 series of anime that you can download um literally any episode you want um without subtitles because that's what you want when you're editing you don't want any subtitles at all because i hate seeing subtitles on edits right no one wants to see subtitles on edits so you don't like subtitles on edits, but do you like when people like throw up text? Oh yeah, it? for sure, for sure. I love text. Only if it's made, only if it's implemented in the right way. Maybe like add a little animation to the text. But yeah, I love adding text to my my edits. No, I saw one or two edits with subtitles, and I just could not. I saw like the first like two frames, and I was like, nope. Yeah, no, <laughs> I can't. I can't. 
so it's not like a document so is it like full episodes or yeah is it like full episodes so you have to go through and watch an episode and decide on the clip then um yeah but actually what i do um which i find a lot easier um i go onto youtube and just search up like the the clip i'm looking for like oh um i don't know a fight scene HD dubbed, right? That way it won't have any subtitles. It's the highest quality it can be, and I just download it from YouTube. And it's like narrowed down to that one fight scene or something. Oh, okay. So that seems that seems a lot easier than searching through entire edit. But yeah, so. yeah, I am downloading an entire like episodes and stuff because I really can't find the scenes I'm looking for on YouTube. So I, you know, I have to download the episode. That's rough. So how many? Like when you go about and go and make that, how long does it take you to gather like the clips? Would you say? Oh, I've, I hate um gathering clips. That's probably like the worst part about editing for me is just getting all the clips and cutting them and everything. Um, probably like depending on how I like if I know exactly what episode and what series and what clip I want and what timestamp, then it'll take me like ten minutes because that's just easy. But most of the time, that's not the case, and I actually have to like watch the episode or like skim through it to see where the clip is. And so, because oh, no. I really don't even know the series it's in or like what episode, so it's like I have to like freaking watch every episode or like skim through every like little thing or like search up little things in there. It's just so tedious. It sounds absolutely terrible. <laughs> So, because you do all the editing and it takes so long, do you actually still go about and watch anime? Or is it just like you only watch it for editing now? I actually haven't seen an anime in a while. The last, um, actually, I didn't see Demon Slayer until like two months ago or something. So, is that like, like as a downside of like editing, is it like that you don't? I know you must love anime to go about and do that in, but like, is it hard to not have time to actually go and just sit down and watch anime series and just have to watch them for editing or like? Yeah, like that's the, that's the whole thing that kind of got me like um, a couple weeks ago. I'm like, recently I've been feeling kind of down because I've I've been having a lot of schoolwork, and then when I had free time, I was usually like in Discord VC with my with like Antidote or like some other friends, editor friends and stuff like that. So I felt like I should be taking this time to edit, not like be talking to other people or like doing fun things. But then I realized like, why the heck am I going to do that? Right. Um, so like, um, I don't know. I was just kind of like in this like conflict, like I should edit, right. I should make an edit because I haven't edited in a while, but I really want to like, you know, talk to my friends and like, you know, play video games and shit and stuff like that. Um, so I was really in that conflict. So is that like a, have you found the good balance of it now or is like is that something a lot of editors struggle with is finding the balance between it i'm pretty sure that's a that's what a lot of editors struggle with i know as a fact that some editors end up taking um this like hiatuses like taking a break because they've edited a scene for so long that they haven't really like done, done anything else um in my case um I, I, I found a pretty good balance um i would i usually stay up like all night playing with my friends on discord or something and i like edit in the morning maybe edit like an hour or two every day for like a week and stuff like that yeah so for the we'll, we'll move on from editing because we talked about editing so long 
So you said you played video games. I know you play Smash Bros. because it's on it. But like, do you play other video games, like anime-based video games, or no? Um, anime-based video games? No, not really. I think like if anything, the the most anime-related game I've played is probably Final Fantasy. Oh, okay. So that's not really an anime. That's yeah, it's more like a game. I I mean I played Naruto and the fighting games and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, you play Smash Bros. Do you play any other Nintendo games? Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I love the Zelda series. I, I've played um, Mario, Animal Crossing, stuff like that. So, I know Animal Crossing's a big, like, phase, and everyone's doing it. Have you put, like, a ton of hours in, like a ton of people have, that it's just, like, an absurd amount of time? No, not really. I haven't really played um anything but Smash, Minecraft, or GTA. <sighs> No, I've been. I went back through, and right now, I I play on console usually, and I've just put so much time into console games that I'm just getting sick of it. <laughs> so I guess I guess Switch is still a console, but I've started playing Switch more, and playing Breath of the Wild, really taking the time to do a full playthrough of it, which has been great. It, because it's just such a good game, and there's so much to do in it. But then I also I dug out my DS, oh. and. I only have Pokemon games on my DS, except I have Smash Bros. That's the only non-Pokemon game I have. And I've just been playing through just all the Pokemon games and spent just an awful amount of time in it. I play um, Sun and Moon, which is a newer game. I put like 300 hours in it total, probably. Yeah, I, I can't play a Pokemon game for too long. Oh, I stepped, I do it really competitively now. Like, go and, like, breed the Pokemon for the perfect stats. Oh, yeah. Like, certain moves, which is, is probably unhealthy the amount of time <laughs> I play on them. There's so much better things I could do with it. Yeah. I, I, I like, whenever I play Pokemon, I, like, practically breeze through the game. I beat the Elite Four and I just kind of stop. That's how I play yeah. at least. No, I'm this time around. After putting so much time into some of them, right now I'm playing Black too. I'm just catching the Pokemon I want and playing through it. I'm not gonna go and breed for stats or make sure they have the perfect ability or anything. Yeah, I'm not gonna waste my time and just do that again because it's it's not healthy. Uh, no, I think that like the most amount of time I've ever spent on a game is probably on um, Skyrim. Yeah, Skyrim. I spent like more than a thousand hours on that game, probably. Oh my! I couldn't. I I can't. Uh, that's not you. I play uh, Destiny two a lot. I'm pretty sure I have close to a thousand hours on that game by now. Do Dest- I think that? What? Sorry. Yeah, I used to, I used to grind Destiny also, both one and two. Yeah, I mostly play two because well, Destiny one you can't really do much in it. Yeah. But for me, Destiny was the real first-person shooter I ever played with. So I fell in love with it, and I, I love the game to death. But just sometimes the developers just like run it into the ground, and I yeah. can't play. Exactly. And it's just, it's so draining. To, like I love the game to death, and I love playing it. But like sometimes it's just so draining and stale. Yeah. That, like I just can't play any longer. Yeah, I get you. So, how have you? Has the quarantine like affected your schedule a lot? Because, um, the only thing it's affected is my sleep schedule. Yeah. 
So do you sleep less or more? Or is it just like different times? Times for sure. Um, for some reason, I've been waking up um, like the past two weeks at 3 a.m. for some reason. I don't know. It's, I, honestly, it's because I've been taking a lot more naps recently. And I've never, I never take naps, right? So I've been taking a lot more, a lot more like naps and having a lot more sleep throughout the day. That way, like during the nighttime, I'm awake so I can like play games all freaking night. But yeah, I wake up like at 3 a.m. for some reason. I mean, that's pretty much the same for me. Yeah. I just stay up all night playing games, which is, I've been super sick, which hasn't been good. I actually had to go get tested for Corona because I've been so sick. And I just, I've been sleeping so much. And it's, it's just been super draining. But it, like, it's, I have mixed opinions on it. Like, I know it's bad, but like, you get to, for some reason, I feel closer to my friends than I do when we're not trapped inside yeah because i feel like a lot of my friends are online friends like you that i've really bonded with and spent most of my time with Mm -hmm. because for online friends i know this is weird because i see like school friends in real life but like online friends i feel like you can become closer to them because you aren't you don't feel as restricted on like subjects you talk about because you're like, oh, I won't see them in real life. They won't look at me super weird if I talk about this with them. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, they watch anime and that's cool. And it's just easier to find people that you can connect with based on your interests because you can be like, oh, I like anime. I'm going to go on Instagram and find people that like anime too, which that's how I started my account. And the main reason I started was just finding people who also liked anime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel I feel the same way. Like I, I've been talking a lot to like different people, making making new friends, especially like with my account. I've been making a lot of new editor friends and talking to like my older friends and stuff like that. So yeah, I feel like I just feel more connected to like other people in the quarantine than I did before. Because before I'd really just go to class, talk to like um three or four people constantly, and like just go home. You know. Yeah. I'm I'm kind of a shut in. I don't really hang out with people outside of school. I just I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, I feel. You. I just I feel a lot more comfortable with like online people like you because I know if I mess up that you won't see me in school and I won't have to deal with it tomorrow in class and then be like, oh, remember when he did that stupid thing? Yeah. I, you don't have to deal with that, and it's. I feel like people online for some reason are much more forgiving than people in real life if that makes sense it might just be the people i talk to but like i feel like the people i talk to online really want to see me grow as a person and like are okay with me being me and i don't have to go and be this character and be like oh i'm a cool kid i go and do da 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 i can be like yeah i watch anime and sit at home mm-hmm. like it's you don't have to you just you can be you which is i really enjoy about it yeah i feel the exact same way yeah, so for you being getting bigger and stuff is it then harder to talk to your like older friends and like have time to talk with them or so i've been curious about that i mean it's not really like the fact of getting bigger it's more like um be like the the reason like okay so basically i got bigger or someone gets bigger 
um, they meet new people and like, you know, they find like really cool people to talk to. Like, um, I found a lot of cool editor friends that I talk to now, like, um, you know, um, VXR Waikun. He's another, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, him, some other editors. And yeah, I, I basically talk to them too. Um, I do, I do have troubles, um, staying active in a lot of my older group chats, like cuties and stuff like that. Yeah. But with, you know, I don't know. and stuff, I'll, I'll probably be more active. Well, now that summer is and you have more time, hopefully. I feel like that's for everyone, too. But, like, a lot of my friends, I've met, like, one of my friends, Atheon, which you know. Yeah. He's, like, he has a really heavy accent, and he is not from the States, which is cool. Because, like, a lot of my friends that I've made don't live near me, so I get to hear about stuff that i don't usually get to hear about and i get to see their perspective on things as not being someone who lives here where we do so you get to you get to meet a lot more people online than you would in real life which is cool i have i have like friends from uh, romania friends from poland friends from switzerland from some italy france um you know, uh, Arab, um, Arab Emirates, where else? Vietnam, Japan, Korea, everywhere. Yeah, yeah it's dope. Yeah, it was just super cool. Like, like, I have a friend from Australia, and it was really cool to hear about how it was from his perspective about the bushfires and, like, oh. what it's really like there. And it's not like, oh, this is what's happening here, da-da-da-da-da, that it, you get, like, a really, like, perspective from where it's happening and from someone it actually affects, yeah. which is super cool. I feel like overall as like, I've really, I've learned a lot more from being online with people because I've learned their perspectives, but I also feel like, like not just as a person, but like my tastes and stuff have really changed. Like music, my taste in music has changed. Um, I, I take time to watch a lot more anime that I never would have before. Yeah. because it wasn't my taste but they they've really been like oh you should watch this it kind of relates to where i'm from it's this problem you should really watch this and i've taken the time to go and watch it and then i get to hear their perspective and understand why it means so much to them, which is really cool yeah that's good that's cool yeah i haven't like i don't know um, yeah, with all this, like, being in, at home all the time online, and I've just felt, like, more connected with everything else. Like, as, as weird as it sounds, being at home and being online more, I've just felt more connected with the world because I actually get to see and read a lot of things um, when I'm not, like, you know, on, on the run all the time at school, on campus, everywhere else in my city. Like, you know, I'm just, like, at home, one constant place. I get to like see a lot of things, read a lot of things, be connected with the, uh, you know, what's going on, get to talk to people. Yeah. Yeah, I actually read like an actual book for the first time in like five or six months. That's not like for school. I've actually read a book, which is the re it's the weirdest thing to see because in my room I have like a miniature library almost. Like I don't know if you've seen a picture, but it's like I've four big bookshelves just like filled with books that i haven't gotten the time to read and now i'm reading and all this stuff which is i love it it's so awesome for sure yeah and so like anime i've watched 
so much anime, like an unhealthy amount since this has started. Like I, I have a list. I still have like thirty that I need to watch, but I went and binge watched like twenty anime already, and it's <laughs> it's bad. I've been thinking of catching up on uh One Piece. Have you watched any of One Piece or? Watched like episodes here and there, but I have not watched like everything. The problem is, it has like two thousand episodes here. I can check. Yeah, it has a ton. I, I don't know. I just can't find like the motivation to stay with the series so long. Like the only reason I stuck with Naruto and finished it was because I've been wanting. Like that was the first anime I ever saw. Well, not the first, but it was one of the first like series I ever saw. There's 929 episodes of One Piece. That's a lot. All right, so average episode is what, like 30 minutes, right? Yeah. Let's see calculator. Multiply that. Uh, 929 times 30. <laughs> 27,870 minutes uh, divided by 60. <laughs> There's 464 hours. <laughs> divide by 24 to check days. Oh, yeah. Nineteen days straight. Nineteen point three five four something. So it's like twenty days straight of watching. Oh no. Damn. <laughs> it's oh, it's so much. I. Well, isn't Naruto around the same? The problem is One Piece is still going. Oh uh, yeah. I, I don't know about Naruto. I think it's like. Um... Oh, it's only two hundred and twenty. Oh, it's only. Oh, how I say it's only two hundred and twenty. Like. <laughs> it's still a decent amount. Yeah, because two twenty. That's just the first series. Naruto Shippuden has like five hundred, I think. Yeah, it's only a hundred and ten hours. Yeah. So it's only four and a half days. Yeah, that's not that much. That's not bad. Yeah, that's like a lot of episodes, but that's not bad. Yeah. I also I went through and I I watched Fairy Tale. I took the time to watch Fairy Tale. And it was so worth it. And like this may sound weird, but I learned so many life lessons from anime, like more from anime than I have in real life, which is the weirdest thing to me. Nah, I I, I feel you though. Alright. I'm going to have to wrap this up. Thank you for being on today. This was amazing. Of course, it was fun being here. Yeah. Um, so, wondering, would you be interested to come back on a later date with maybe a group setting? Because I've been thinking of getting some more people in. Oh, yeah, for sure. If anything, I can also invite some people like Antidote. <laughs> Dude, I... If you invite him, I'll be so nervous the entire time. Like, I... <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. Like, oh, I know it's probably not weird for you, but like, I've followed him since like a thousand followers, less than that, like 500 followers I've been following him. So, like, if you invite him and if he comes on, don't be surprised if I like, I stutter or just like don't talk that much. Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, no, but. Thank you for being on today. It's meant a lot, and hopefully we'll be able to have you on on a later date. So, yeah, thank you very much. Thanks. It was a lot of fun being here. Yeah, it's great having you.
Uh, this right. was today's episode of the filler episode, sponsored by Shota Shooter. <laughs> Not actually, but uh, when you become a famous editor, maybe it will get sponsored. So my parents got divorced and oh my god my life's over until I saw my stepsis and she gave me a boner think I'ma bend that bitch over I give her dick I'm the donor now for my parents breaking up I am the biggest supporter cause I got two Christmas and a new bitch that I call sis she got big tits giving nip slip and a slip thick and takes my dick her dad walked in now I'm screaming at the top of my lungs like oh no and she said so what he's just my step bro she saw me be my dick to anime and so my sis she told me you don't have to masturbate she got undressed and told me baby you can have it Taste like family strokes, I can't believe.